Crystal Clear here. Today I want to introduce you to a friend of mine. You already met my friend, a uh, sort of friend, Bluebeard, two episodes ago. And then if you tuned into the last episode with a caller from New York, Abby, we did a thorough exegesis of the text, meaning we talked about it together on the phone. So you've met Bluebeard. I'd like you to meet my friend, the pirate Blackbeard. Blackbeard, what do you think about my theory about the sweeper worm? Arr, well now, ain't that a twist in the yarn? Sweeper worms and skin weavers used as nefarious tools, you say? That's a dark twist on the promise of healing tech, but ain't that just the human way? We take something pure and hopeful and find a way to twist it into a tool of control and violence. The sweeper worms. They can be programmed to damage rather than heal, causing havoc. Am I Irish or a pirate? <sighs> Me pirate. They could be programmed to damage rather than heal, causing havoc in the body. Instead of promoting health, imagine them rampaging through the body, shutting down organ function, attacking the nervous system, causing extreme pain or paralysis. A horrifying thought, but plausible given the potential power of the technology are. Yep, well that's all pretty speculative, but the skin weaver bots, now that, well that's speculative too, but there is something to that. Bots learning how to make human skin and hair. Is that what Morgulons are? As for the skin weavers turned parasitic, they can do untold harm. What if they could weave a second skin, unyielding and painful, or alter the body in grotesque ways? The thought of such violation, it makes me skin crawl. Really? It makes my hair dance. The darkest part of your tale, however, is them brain bugs being used for mind control. Reprogramming someone's thoughts, manipulating their actions, stripping away their free will. That's the stuff of nightmares. A gross perversion of the original intent. Ah, it's a terrifyingly efficient tool for these violent actors you mention. They could show chaos, exert control, even stage coups without firing a single shot. These tools, once symbols of progress and healing, twisted into something far more sinister is a chilling thought. But it's a possibility we must face as we stride forth into this brave new world of ours. For every step forward we take, there's always those who'd use it to drag us backwards. It's the eternal dance, the balance of progress and danger. Stay vigilant, my friend, as we navigate this slippery slope. Yeah, I'm trying. That's kind of what this whole show has been about. Um, but if you haven't listened to the recent episodes... Morgulon Gospel. There's four of them. If you haven't listened to at least the first two, go back and do that if you have time, because I want to explore those themes again. Everything from mass shooters to the, the idea that Morgulons are nanobots that are learning how to make skin and hair. Hence the reason why so many of us feel that there is a layer of fake skin on top of our skin or within our skin. Um, Hence the reason why so many of us feel like our hair is not ours and somehow our hair has gained the ability to have motor function, meaning it moves. But one of the other things that I've really thought about since that conversation was further thinking about something that has always nagged me since I got this condition. And that is the fact that it seems like this compulsive um, need an obsession with removing quote unquote the 
fibers, the quote fake skin, uh, the, the weird materials that are in these wounds. What's, what's odd to me about that is, well, first of all, the wounds themselves. Some of these wounds that erupt spontaneously are like a puncture wound. They're circular. They're like a bite. They're kind of a normal, usual wound you see. But then there are the other wounds that we've talked about on this show, and I'm sure many of you have experienced, if not all of you, the like linear, almost tiny incision type wounds. Doesn't look like a bite. Doesn't really look like, it kind of looks like a paper cut. Maybe a little deeper, maybe a little longer. And just spontaneously appears. Then, of course, there's the other wounds, the quote-unquote self-inflicted kind. If you consider removing uh, fucking insane nanotech from your body, self-inflicted or self-mutilation, I don't. I call it a normal and possibly programmed response to the presence of such materials. But those wounds look different. Those are the wounds that dermatologists look at and say, that's self-mutilation, that's excoriation. Because why? Why? Because that's what they look like. Of course, in my experience, self-mutilation of the face is extremely rare. Based upon the thousands of patients I've worked with in psych and the hundreds who've self-mutilated, doesn't happen, but I digress. These particular Morgulon's lesions are like long, straight lines. They're wounds that are zigzagged. They're not like any God-made rash or bite. It could be a bunch of crazy, deluded people seeing things that aren't there and hurting themselves, cutting their faces up. Those very same faces that we get Botox and filler and facials to look good, we're cutting them up. Or maybe there really is technology that is learning how to make human skin and hair, and it is practicing on us. Arr, matey, that is fucked up. Yeah, I don't know why there's a pirate on the show today, guys. Listen, when you get to almost 300 episodes, you start... Really scraping the bottom of the barrel. Arr, there is no bottom to that barrel. But we had fun. We had fun. And I hope you'll stay tuned. Thanks for listening. Four months ago in Oklahoma. A quiet but somber morning at the Riverbank Plaza Apartments. Just before midnight, Thursday, Tulsa police say a 12-year-old girl fatally stabbed her 9-year-old brother. I cannot believe that. That's absolutely insane neighbors like marty parsons are in shock and so are police trying to piece it together and from two days ago in oklahoma i'm so sorry i'm so sorry come here come here i'm so sorry i'm so sorry we're just gonna put handcuffs on just for now where's the knife i'm sorry i don't know what the fuck i'm so Be on that side. Behind, right behind. Yeah. The knife. I'm so fucking sorry, Mama. I'm so sorry. I don't know what happened. This is some demonic shit. I'm so sorry. What's your mom? What does she say? Sorry, I don't know what happened. This is some demonic shit. I'm so sorry. What's your mom? It's some what? Sorry, I don't know what happened. This is some demonic shit. I'm so sorry. What's your mom? Did she say demonic chant? Sorry, I don't know what happened. This is some demonic shit. I'm so sorry. What's your mom? 
The other voice you hear is the mother. I gotta go with him. I'm so sorry. I don't know what the f happened. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. Come over here so we're out of the paramedics way. Hey, what's your name? Just sit there for a second. You don't have the knife on you, right? No, I swear I don't. I'm sorry. sorry. I don't. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't know what happened. 12-year-old boy is fighting for his life after he was stabbed in the back by his 9-year-old brother. Police arrived to the 8,000 block of Cape Valley Drive around 10 last night. They say the two boys were fighting over a blanket. That's when police say things escalated and the 9-year-old grabbed a knife from the kitchen attacking the 12-year-old. He's in critical condition. That little report was from San Antonio, Texas. But the first one was from four months ago in Oklahoma and that live police body cam audio which is so tragic and disturbing is from two days ago also in oklahoma none of this makes sense none of this makes sense i also want to point out if you look at the mass stabbings in china something fishy about that too seems like almost an experiment you know that the day we had sandy hook the very same day China had their worst mass stabbing, school stabbing ever as well. What the hell does that 12-year-old girl say? What, what would make... She's a good kid. That's what everyone said. Her mother said she was a good kid. She had no history of behavioral problems, mental health problems, teachers, friends, neighbors. No one can believe it. She seems to be unable to believe what has happened. To me, it seems that it's ridiculous to continue having a conversation about this issue as though it's all about gun control and mental health support. Mental health support, one possible, plausible explanation for this kind of thing would be maybe these are kids that are taking the often prescribed and often over-prescribed psychotropic drugs that have black box warnings that they may cause suicidal and homicidal uh, effects, <laughs> feelings in pediatric patients. I mean getting more mental health care resources you know what they do when they put them in a hospital they give them those drugs i mean how do we know that's not the problem how do we know that there's not a tiktok trend that's you know under the uh, radar on purpose hidden from adults and authorities and it's being beamed in as some kind of i don't know demonic chant to our children's minds. We already know that TikTok illegally collected data on minors. They were fined a million or two, or they were fined a bunch of money by the United States government. You know, TikTok is banned in every country, basically, including China, but ours, America. Yeah, I'm, we gotta, we gotta get real. We gotta stop having a conversation that's directed by the news media and start having one that's directed by some curiosity, creativity, and open-mindedness. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's an actual plausible theory agenda <laughs> of an enemy. If they're waging cyber warfare and business warfare and 
biological warfare, <laughs> why wouldn't they also be waging psychological warfare with weapons of mass influence and mind control? Project Artichoke meet Project Watercress. I don't think our own government is doing that to our kids. I just don't buy that. I'm not saying that our government's hands are clean in any way, shape, or form. But this has fucking CCP written all over it, y'all. All right, and there's one more thing I want to share with you. All right, and finally, I want to share with you a brand spanking new piece of research. All right, this is an article that was on the renowned journal, msn.com. Uh, their science alert. It was written and published uh, Wednesday by Rebecca Dyer. The name of the article is Zigzag Cuts Healed Differently to Straight Incisions, and Now We Know Why. All right, cats. I'm going to need both of you to settle down. I'm trying to record a fucking podcast. You don't even pay rent here. Thank you. Not all surgical incisions are the same. While a typical straight cut might be preferred by some, a zigzagging path can reduce scar tissue, making it a preferred method for some cosmetic procedures. An investigation by researchers at Nanyang Technological University, Singapore, has found cellular differences between the two methods, which could lead to more effective surgical incisions. Monitoring of simulated wound healing in biosynthetic materials over 64 hours found that wavy gaps, in fact, heal nearly five times faster than straight-edged ones, thanks to distinction in the cell's movement pathways. Scientists have long known that the way you cut your skin affects how fast it heals, says mechanical engineer K. Jimmy Hsiai from NTU, Singapore. However, not much is known about why this happens and the factors that could affect the healing speed. Adding to the scientist's understanding of the process and wound healing pathways, his CI and his team studied how Maiden Darby canine kidney uh, cells close gaps in wounds they create with cuts on a skin created from a micro-patterned hydrogel. The epithelial cells they use from the dog kidneys are the same type as those in human skin. Epithelial cells make up the structural tissue that forms our external skin and lines our internal organs. Embryonic development, tissue repair, and wound healing all rely on these cells' ability to seal off gaps in tissue. The scientists use a method for measuring the movement of fluids called particle image velocimetry to watch MDCK cells, those are the dog ones, work near the 30 to 100 micrometer wide cuts. There's pictures of wavy wounds and straight wounds. The wavy cuts had a radius of curvature of either 50, 75, or 100 micrometers. They paid special attention to how the width and curvature of the cuts affected the process. The highly non-uniform and rotational motion induced by wavy wounds allowed more opportunities for cells to move around compared to straight wounds. Biomechanical engineer Zhu Hongmei says, Cells near the straight wounds moved along the edges while wavy wounds made cells move in a swirl that resembled a vortex. This enabled cells to quickly connect with similar cells on the opposite side of the wound edge, forming a bridge and closing the wavy wound gaps faster than straight gaps, as Zoo explained. So when you're sitting at home having fun cutting your face up, ladies and gentlemen, do it in a zigzag. Just kidding. The range of curvature, I, seriously though, like, that, you know when you go to pull out something that looks like it's going to be a like, white flake of skin, and then you pull and you're like, holy shit, and like a whole strip of skin pulls out instead. 
from this little tiny thin flake comes a thick, either straight or wavy little morgulon. <laughs> it's actually, I think what it is, is a fiber that has integrated into your own keratin collagen. So when you try to remove that fiber, it's integrated. So you pull out some real tissue when you pull out the fake tissue. <sighs> the range of curvature, meaning like the zigzags, like how ziggy and zaggy they were, didn't have a significant, significant effect on speed of healing in wavy wounds, but width needed to be small enough to form bridges. The experiments showed success with a maximum gap size of 75 micrometers. It's pretty small, guys. The team notes this top distance may be different for different cell types, and there could be an effect on bridge formation and healing speed if the curvatures are smaller or larger than the ranges they used. However, even in the smallest experimental gap of 30 micrometers, the cells mostly moved parallel to and rarely towards the straight cuts, and they didn't form bridges. Hassai and colleagues considered if the bridge formation could have been helped by wavy edges, causing more cells to divide and grow, increasing the number of cells available for healing, but calculations ruled this out. Observations clearly demonstrate that straight and wavy edges provided different geometric confinements to cell migration, generating different cell movement patterns, thus different healing efficiency. Another thing the researchers noticed was the position of the cell nucleus. In cells not involved in healing a wound, it was roughly in the middle. Yet in cells over the healed gaps, it was clearly off-center, seeming to move closer to the cell edges to avoid sitting directly over the gap. This was more noticeable in cells over the wavy wounds. Then there's a picture with the positions of the nuclei in non-wound cells and in the healed wavy gap region. The nuclei is more off-center in the healing wavy gap region. This suggests that cells that closed wound gaps were under a lot of mechanical tension, and the cells near zigzagged wounds were more stretched than those over the straight lacerations. This study has revealed the cellular and molecular mechanisms of gap closure, contributing to the scientific understanding of the underlying principles of the wound healing process, mechanical engineer Hang Chang Jang, sorry, concludes. Clinicians and surgeons can use these can use this knowledge to develop better strategies, such as incision methods for patients' wound management care in future. The research has been published in the journal Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. Um, the proceedings of the study that's being done on me, where are those results going to be published? And when the fuck are they going to get the bugs out of this goddamn technology? Uh, stop making wounds in my skin, Morgulons, whether they be straight, zigzagged, punctured, or otherwise. I am sick of being diced and sliced and rewoven. And when you reweave me, you don't get it right. I got holes in my skin now. Chunks missing. Stop eating my face. All right, signing off. Thanks for listening and stay tuned. Behold.